Hello, welcome to the full moon in Leo. I have exciting news. Huh? Okay, my coverage of Uranus squaring. Huh? We got lots to talk about for this week. Anyway, I have some really good news for those of you who remember how last year was so hard on me and I lost my beautiful kitties, uh, actually all four of them since a year ago, August. But guess what? Things leave and things come around and I am here to introduce you to Hello, sweet baby. Hello, he says, hello. My name, hello. My name is Lucas Gabriel and Percy, you're calling him for short. That's what, anyway. Yes, I know. Oh, he weighs a ton. Oh, goodness. Hello, say hello. Say hi. I am a big baby. Oh, anyway, I'm going to let him down, but he is a big boy. Yes, baby. Okay. I know. Some Leos don't like the camera. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, for those of you who are new to the channel, welcome, welcome. My name is Irliana, <sighs> out of breath, <laughs> Samsara, and it's Star Sound Astrology. This is Star Sound Speaks, episode 235, I think. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about the new moon, uh, the full moon in Leo and the astro for this week. So uh, yeah, that was my uh, my good news, um, unexpected to be seeing, but I, I, um, I adopted um, my sweet baby. A week ago, and uh, didn't see that coming either. That, um, but I was, I was ready. And um, he is uh, my previous cat that uh, 14 years. His name was Lucas. And um, the day that I adopted him, my friend saw twice a truck that drove around town with the name Lucas in giant letters. And we had only seen this truck. It's an air conditioning service. We had only seen this truck uh, once before when Lucas passed last August. So he showed up on this, on last Monday morning, Lucas, right? And then again on a billboard. And I had this hankering to go down to the local shelter. So I did. And um, and I asked about my uh, my kitty. I, I'm just now my kitty. This cat that I had been um, connected with, kept checking in on him. I had called him in. He was a, a sick kitty. Uh, on my street and I, 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 he became sick and I called him in um, and they, they took him and they had him in sick bay for like five and a half weeks, uh, five and a half months. Unbelievable. Long story short. Anyway, um, I went down. I felt, you know what? You just have to go down. Well, that when I got there, the the um, shelter said, well, we've cleared him. He After five and a half months of treating him, they finally got him well enough to put him up for adoption. And I asked to see him. And um, there it was, you know, and, and they said, well, we we actually um, we decided since he's been here for so long, we've decided to call him, give him a name. We call him Lucas. So obviously that was the, uh, that was it. I'm like, okay, you're coming home with me. So I didn't want to have him the same name. So I called him Lucas. Get, this is homage to Mars and Gemini. I keep changing directions on what name I'm going to name him. But um, anyway, uh, I didn't want to call him Lucas all over again, but the name Gabriel came to me. Um, so I said, okay, it's Lucas Gabriel. But then Yesterday, I was like, well, I really like the name Percy. So I think uh, uh, his official name is Lucas Gabriel, but I'm calling him Percy. So thank you, Percy. Thank you, baby. Thank you for jumping on the camera. And, you know, he's just his own. 
he's 16 pounds. This cat is enormous. So yes, talk about this is the full moon of my year. So for all of you guys that are Leos out there, this new moon, uh, full I keep saying new moon, this full moon in Leo is the halfway point of the of the person who has a Leo sun. So of course that's that's a culmination. That's a highlight of of things and when when it was my birthday that's when i had to put lucas down right like five days before my birthday so this is definitely a culmination and uh, you know of, of all of my um kitty adventures anyway enough of that let's move on um so yeah this week um what am i going to talk about well let me pull up my notes here um yeah the um a, a few interesting things to to note um certainly uh, before I, I i just um i want to make an announcement and one other announcement it's an, an, an item coming up for this weekend uh the queer astrology conference hosted by my fellow uh vegan astrologer cohort <laughs> um, he's amazing he's from new york demetrius begley and he is hosting this is uh the sixth edition uh qac of uh, qac 2023 um, they, you know, marched on through the pandemic. Nothing stops Demetrius. He's on a mission. And every year he brings together an amazing group of brilliant, brilliant minds in astrology. This is the this year. Everyone on this uh, on, who are facilitating discussions are uh, it's queer and BIPOC, B-I-P-O-C, Black and Indigenous people of color. So it's uh, it's got a really brilliant eclectic mix. Um, this is open. Well, of course, the LGBT community and BIPOC community are, of course, welcome. But and at the same time, um, you, it, you can be, you know, cishet, um, all, any of the above, of course, respectful for everyone, respectful. Um, but everyone is welcome. And I say, even you know, so if you're not queer or, or you know, cishet or whatever, um, it doesn't matter because the uh, ideas and the the uh, presentations and the subject matter apply to all of us um, wherever we are on that spectrum. And it, it's certainly an, an very enriching, a couple of years ago, I actually sat in on one of the talks. Um, it was just amazing. I just felt so expanded just to be around brilliant people is is just amazing. And to, to see astrology through the eyes of this new generation of, of, uh, of people, people who are coming up or it's just a phenomenal. So anyway, I know Demetrius has worked very hard to bring this all to you. Alice Sparkly Cat is one of the presenters and I had her on my show a couple of years ago, a brilliant mind. Uh, so anyway, I just give you, this is an invite to check it out. Of course, everybody can keep recordings from this. So if you can't, if you get to this after, if you see this video after this, this coming weekend of 4th and 5th of February, just know that you can still purchase um, attendance is very reasonable. There's tiers. All you have to do is click on the link below, queerastrology.com, and click on the blue snowflake on the left side of the screen, and that'll take you to registration. You can pick your tier and participate and um, and support these good folks. So anyway, having said that, I also want to say shout out, happy Black History Month. Yay, February. And so, um, and now we will move on. All right, so the first thing is, of course, Sunday afternoon, 1.28 in the afternoon, Eastern time, so just adjusted for your time zones, we have the full moon in Leo at 16 degrees, 16 degrees, 40 seconds. And why is this important? Well, there's two things. One is 
that this the um, eclipse happens at 16 degrees of Leo, which is 16 degrees was the degree of the eclipse of um, November 8th. We had that lunar eclipse um, and and it was a very, um, yeah, it was November 8th. I'm almost, yeah, it was November 8th. Yeah, I'm just checking, double checking. Yeah, it, it was the um, 16 degrees, the uh, lunar eclipse. And let me pull that up here for you guys. Uh, let me see here, we got this. And here it is. Um, this is our full moon in Leo for wash, set for Washington, DC. And um, the so we had that lunar eclipse in Taurus um, on November 8th. And so this is also at 16 degrees of Scorpio. And so here's the, um, is this full moon at 16 degrees Leo? So it's at, at the uh, at the bend at the bending of the of the nodes. So we are at the bending of the nodes of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. We're at the midpoint here. So this is definitely going to bring up some resonance with themes that may have come up uh, around the, that time, November eighth, Taurus Scorpio eclipses. And so fixed signs are about you know hey you know things changing, um, things moving forward with the full moon, things coming to fruition. I I know for me, I just, um, it, well, you know, the cat for one thing, you know, the enormous loss that, that the, um, that, that losing my cats over the summer. And of course, you know, my chart was, there was making some really heavy duty, um, uh, heavy duty uh, <laughs> transits and, and uh, squares and things, but um, in, on the fixed axis. So yes, here it comes. So, you know, it's just about a culmination. And there's something also I want to say about conflict. You know, when the when the uh when we have a full moon, it, obviously it's always in the opposite sign as the new moon. So we had our new moon in Aquarius, and here's our full moon. So something comes to fruition, something comes to to harvest and to be the fruit has is ready for for picking and harvesting, right? That is the the symbology of a of a full moon. This full moon in Leo. It activates those eclipses, and um, I also want to say that you know, with that, it, there's a square with Uranus, with Uranus and Taurus, and so as we can see here, Uranus is uh, applying, you know, by one degree. So there's a very tight square with that, uh, with our, with our full moon, and you know, what would that represent? Well, you know, there's this. With this particular eclipse, it's, um, you know, it, there's a struggle between uh, when we have a, a Leo uh, full moon in Leo, we have a struggle between the mind and the heart, between freedom, which is represented by Aquarius, freedom, progress of the future self, you could say, um, unity consciousness. And there's this kind of struggle and an integration that needs to happen between our mind and our heart. Uh, between like being free and being ourselves, our beautiful, magnificent, divine Leo self, right? The self, like not necessarily the egoic self, although we do have to manage that, but it's the the self of the uh, the greater self, the individuated self. So there's this tug of war and this kind of, um, it, there asks to be this kind of uh, integration and weaving. So in this struggle between the mind and the heart, between let's say society and being, um, you know, there's this maybe an identity crisis. Maybe it's like, who, are, who am I relative to society? Um, how do I stand in unity with everyone and be a part of something greater without losing my own 
own identity? How can I bring my unique creative self to something larger than me, to how I can give myself to something larger than me? Um, the square from Uranus is about, you know, there's action that needs to be taken regarding, say, stuck stuck ways of being that need to be dislodged that where we've become too comfortable and um and maybe it's in it with our values or what our comfort zone is and so this is about you know coming into ourselves maybe incorporating new values or new ways of relating and connecting with others as part of of um, what comes up for this full moon Okay, moving on. Uh, Monday the 6th, we have Mercury in Capricorn, these late stages of Cap. Uh, Capricorn is, Mercury's taken on, you know, he's usually that that playful trickster. Well, in the sign of Capricorn, it's very much uh, serious, committed, serious conversations have been the way it's, and it's been there, of course, for the retrograde and all. So there's these serious conversations around the uh, achieving our goals and achieving um, and, and giving ourselves agree agreements and conversations and thinking about the larger, about society at large, you know, Capricorn ruling the foundation of society and our infrastructure and politicians and politics and government. So there have been some serious convos um, around those themes. Uh, Mercury is going to be out of its shadow of that retrograde shadow on Tuesday. Yay. So there's any misunderstandings or any of those final little um, assumptions or mis miscommunications between us. Most of it has been cleared up in the final wisp. We're finally out of that phase Tuesday, February 7th. Um, but the day before, Mercury will have this, will breeze through a little sextile, a little with Neptune and Pisces. So we we could say that you know there are the conversations about commitment and seriousness and planning and goal setting and reaching our goals for the future it will meet up with that beautiful um you know neptune energy of dreams and ideals you know like what are our, our ideal commitments what are our ideal conversations um regarding things that are serious and long lasting and maybe maturity and wisdom and, and such all blended together. So passes through that sextile, finally out of the shadow on Tuesday. And then um, by Wednesday, by the middle of the week, we have Venus comes into a nice sextile. Sextile is of the nature of Venus. Anyway, it's 60 degrees apart. So there's this nice, uh, a kind of a whiff of inspiration. Uh, it might bring us, you know, uh, maybe some unusual um, out of the box thinking regarding our, um, who we connect with, how we connect, uh, our values around love and connection and uh, the, the things that are financial considerations. You know, we could find some, maybe a little a little windfall there, a little something that, you know, boom, boom, we don't see. Um, it could also apply to like unusual love connections. Um, we could also perhaps be seeing like forgiveness when you think about um, Uranus um, in, Venus and Pisces, you know, that that's a very sweet, kind, soft energy. It's, you know, Venus in her exaltation. So maybe there's some forgiveness and maybe forgiveness uh, can create, help us um, manage and create a break from the past, maybe a break from past traumas, maybe love or relationship traumas. Um, coming around and softening these things, uh, stuck traumas over maybe our self-worth or financial stories or stories of just self-esteem in general. These are all things that we might, um, that could be very much up in the cards for us uh, come the middle of the week. 
Uh, by the end of the week, Friday, February 10th, uh, Saturday, February 11th, we have Mercury in its final, it's, he's saying goodbye finally after to Pluto and Aquarius after meeting up with him for what, 15 years in the sign of of uh, Pluto and Aquarius, uh, sorry, Pluto and Aquarius, I'm thinking too far ahead, <laughs> Pluto and Capricorn, it's already old news, right, we're already on to Pluto and Aquarius, ah, we're done with you, Pluto and Capricorn, like, please, you know, can we look at our shadow any deeper with government and infrastructure, ah, right, well, Mercury is actually saying, okay, one more convo with him in, in that sign of Capricorn, what does that mean, what does that look like, it's the final contact of, except for the moon, which will make two more contacts with Pluto before he leaves for Aquarius in um, in March. Um, Mercury is the last like planet planet because, you know, the moon's one of the luminaries. He's, you know, she's in a position by herself. But Mercury is the last planet to like say goodbye to Pluto and Capricorn when they're both hanging in that house in that Airbnb of, of Saturn. And so this is a final conversation literally with you know, things under the hood and things that need to be renewed, uh, poisons and poisonous conversations and toxicities that we may have held on to that we have been uh, bound by. And it's like loosening and healing and regenerating. Um, and so I find it interesting too, that this past week, um, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, got national and international attention because in the Florida government, he was saying no to this AP history course on African-American studies. It's like the only state in the union that was like against it. And the college board who puts on the AP advanced placement exams and, and courses, um, they actually apparently not because of him, because they say they don't back down or they don't bow to political pressure officially. Um, however, um, they did kind of do a little reverse, a very Mercury last minute, you know, Mercury coming out of the shadow. There's this backtracking of, of agreements and communication and conversations around structuring things um, and education. Mercury, of course, ruling elementary and high school education, which this falls into. So, you know, here is this conversation that had this little backtrack. And of course, Mercury and Capricorn, there was this kind of restriction of speech uh, around what that curriculum could hold. And they dropped some authors like Bell Hooks uh, and, and other authors uh, from this curriculum. And so, um, you know, I, I was sad to, re to read that. Um, and that there was a Mercury and uh, conjunct <laughs> Pluto coming this week. So who knows, there may be just, there's maybe more to the story and it may not be finished finished i don't think it is um but anyway um they did retract and and modify some of it but they said that those modifications were already in the works before ron DeSantis came along and said all these things around them disagreeing and that he didn't feel that it represented um you know accurately he just he's he's has a real problem you know and a really there's a big backlash he who he represents and the forces of of consciousness that he is representing in this in this play in this this play of consciousness is this kind of retraction to the past and traditional values and this not you know wanting to be stuck in the past and old old ways of of structuring reality and of course this is coming along um, with Pluto and Capricorn and lifting the lid on the the, the African American the pain body the sixteen nineteen project he was against so you can see. 
you can see how all this is coming out in, in the open and being played out. Uh, Mercury making the last conjunction with Pluto on Friday, February 10th is the last time he gets to dance with Pluto in that sign of Capricorn. When he meets up with him next, he, the, Pluto will, all, in March, he will already be at zero Aquarius. So it'll be a different conversation. Um, and so it's interesting. I think what a little preview of what that might look like is Saturday, February 11th, when Mercury enters into Aquarius. Um, and so there's this, you know, there's that conversation shifts to the future and uh, unusual problem solving or genius, innovative ways of thinking uh, that will be about freedom and liberation, right? The Aquarian way, the future self and future society and our ideal society of diversity and inclusion and fairness to all. So Mercury will be in that vibration of that vibration of Aquarius tie-dyed shirts for Mercury in Aquarius. No, anyway, um, no, but seriously, so that we might see a, um, because Mercury does rule, it's kind of, you know, the twins, right? There's, there's this polarity and there's that polarity and it's like this blending and switching and changing places and changing again, Mercury being Quicksilver, it's very obvious, right? So we might maybe, the, may, perhaps with conversations like the 1619 Project and, you know, the Ron DeSantis, the backlash that DeSantis, DeSantis unleashed, uh, there could be this, um, we could be seeing another development that um, moves that along and may perhaps in a more humanitarian um, way because of it being an Aquarius. So that'll be Saturday, for, you know, about a three week trip Mercury will take through Aquarius. But in those first few degrees, Saturday, Sunday of next, uh, of finishing out the week, it could give us a preview of our mindset um, uh, with um, with Pluto's entrance coming up in, in March. You know, Mercury rules the rational thinking mind and in the sign of Aquarius, it's technology. So AI will be a very big, uh, a very big comment will be very loud. You know, then Mercury will then make its final goodbye to Saturn when um, at the uh, few weeks later. Uh, so, you know, about three weeks from now. So the, between Pluto and Saturn and Mercury making these final contacts, you could feel that end of an era and this this herald, you know, Mercury being that messenger herald of a new age, a new era. Um, and so kissing goodbye, one one uh, archetype, one, one where it's played out in Capricorn and then saying hello to um, the future, saying, you know, this era of our how we structure our society and what would be our ideal society uh, and the thoughts and, and conversations along those lines and what agreements you know that we're going to see so that can be a, a quick little uh, preview when to watch for next next weekend um, i want to finish my chat with you today by just showing you some fun little stuff i think you're really gonna uh love um oh gosh i've had this moon thing up the whole time um Oh, oh, by the way, let me just finish by saying full moon Lee, I forgot to mention, we also have this weekend, this nice, look at this, uh, this square, this is an interesting square between Venus and Mars as this full moon is happening, Venus and Pisces, putting the kind of putting the pressure on Mars, you know, stop warring, stop arguing and fighting, you know, bring in an element, it, we need to engage with forgiveness and compassion. So we can be brave and strong, but make sure we're not clobbering people and killing people hopefully there's this um, i think about the people in iran and 
and um, and all the countries around the world, Peru and Brazil, and oh my goodness, so many places where people are fighting for justice and rights and speaking up. And this element of compassion and forgiveness, we are it is so sorely needed. This also may come into the play with our full moon this weekend. And also we've got Jupiter and Aries, you know, that the march forward, the, the individual the rights of the individual is very um, very much engaged with, you know, um, unfortunately that military buildup. We see that also in, in Taiwan and in the Ukraine and in different places. Um, but also that that bravery of of standing up for what is true and what is right um, for the individual, the, that courage, passion, and bravery. So we see all those uh, at play as well. But anyway, enough about that. Uh, let's talk about something fun here. We'll finish off with um, something I found. I think it was so cute. I just think this is so adorable. This is so Uranus and Taurus. This woman, this woman in Switzerland, she got the Guinness Book of World Records. This is from this website. Um, a Switzerland baker makes Guinness Book of World Records wearable cake dress. Apparently, there's it's been a thing. Hey, you know, you're honest and Taurus. What can I say? Unusual ways to eat and be decorative. Um, anyway, it's this large, it's 131 kilograms, which I did by math. It's 288 pounds, the world's largest wearable cake. So we are here's this full moon in Uranus greeting this uh full moon in in Leo with this I mean isn't this amazing here they are cutting this you know the cake and the and the, the frosting and and how I'm thinking how did how did she get this on well she came up from they showed this video where she came up from underneath the floor I don't know rising up from this floor and and like into the dress as you can see she's doing here and uh, this is like this buttercream kind of frosting. And and then there were wheels on the bottom. So it enabled her to like walk with it because she had to walk 16 feet in order to get the, the record um, to be qualified or be under consideration. So she did, she walked 16 feet at least with this cake around her and everybody had a piece of cake and it had a million views on Instagram, but yeah, this is um, it's pretty, this woman named Natasha Colleen Kim Fa Lee Focus, and she made this cake. And it was unveiled back in January in uh, Switzerland, Swiss World Wedding Fair. But um, interesting, yeah, it wasn't a full moon in Leo, but it was um, certainly um, Uranus was getting ready to station <laughs> station direct again. Uh, so yeah, innovations with food, we can certainly put that under the into that category. But anyway, I just thought that was so cute. Um, and I, I can imagine like, wow, just all that cake. Yes, you can have your cake and eat it too. Um, it, so uh, yeah, that is, um, it, that really takes the cake. Ha ha ha. Anyway, that, I don't know. Well, I, I could do a, a Uranus and Taurus scrapbook and that would definitely be one of the highlights of all these, you know, we've got eight years of Uranus and Taurus and we're only halfway through. So I, I would definitely put that one at the, <laughs> at the top. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. It's been a joy being with you always, sending you lots of love and blessings for a very blessed uh, and illuminating full moon in Leo and a great week ahead. I'll see you next time. Uh, my name is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.